the times we hate for no reason, um, but we can also uh, unlearn some of the bad habits that uh, just make us uh, make it uncomfortable for others to coexist with us. And right now, uh, it's quite an honor um, to be joined by uh, world changers, people who consciously use their voice, use their power uh, to just change the status quo, that uh, uh, we make it better for other people to just coexist with us. And uh, we're talking uh, something that's coming to South Africa called Radical uh, Revolution. It's going to be uh, held here in Johannesburg um, and and we'll tell you more about that. But right now we're focusing on how we empower women and um, looking at uh, Bible-based gender equality. Yes, there is gender equality within the Bible. And right, uh, joining me right now on the line is Pastor Tefi Dola, who is a world-renowned author, teacher, spiritual leader, motivational speaker, um, who co-pastors at uh, World Changes um, Church in International. And uh, it's based at uh, College Park in Georgia, and she's joining us on the line right now. Um, good afternoon and welcome. I'm not even sure what time it is uh, that side, Pastor Tefi. Should I still say good afternoon? Because it is afternoon. In, in South Africa. <laughs> you can say good afternoon, but yes, it is morning, 7 a.m. in Georgia. What a joy to speak to you right now as, as you prepare to come to South Africa and empower your fellow sisters. Uh, you know, it, it's incredible that uh, whenever we talk about the Bible, um, how it's practiced in, in many churches, in many um, societal settings, it's practiced as though uh, God intended for women to be weaker, um, to, to, to be abused. Uh, what does God say about women and, and gender equality? God says that women are to be strong. When God created the woman as help, that does not mean weak, domestic, or subservient. It means that God created the woman to be strength. The word help means a strong rescuer. And so God created the woman to rescue the man and to be a strength to him, just like God uses the word help to describe himself. He says that he is our help. He is our shield, and we look to him, and he is our Ezer, and so he describes the woman in the same way as an Ezer. So, I, I mean, let, let's go to Scripture, because oftentimes when you use words, um, you know, it would be like it's things that you and I uh, wish society could just use as points of reference. Uh, where do we find it um, in, in Scripture? The Bible states that uh, the, in the very beginning uh, human race of, of human race, God created men. And, and oftentimes that is miscrewed to saying uh, men as in a male uh, figure, men. Right. The scripture in Genesis 2, verse 18, and when we go back to the original translation, which was from the Hebrew, we understand the context in which it was used. And so we get our uh, definitions based on how God uh, saw the woman, how he created her uh, side by side, not uh, focusing on the fact that she came from the rib, but Mm -hmm. rib means she came from his side. And so that means that the woman is to stand beside the man, not behind him, not in front of him. But I think marriage should be a relationship where men and women, the husband and the wife, can stand side by side with each other in the plan of God as God created Adam and Eve from the very beginning. As partners together, both made in the likeness 
both made in the image of God, and we know that they both decided to eat of the fruit of the tree, and they both experienced consequences of the decision to eat of the fruit of the tree. Mm. Scripture says that as a result, the Bible in verse 16 says that the husband would rule over the wife, and as a result, it took Jesus coming to redeem us from the inequality, the inferiority, and Jesus became our redeemer to put us back in the place where we would be restored in the image and in the likeness of God, so that in Christ we can stand on equal ground and all have access to God as a result of being made righteous through what Jesus did for us over 2,000 years ago. Now, talking about over 2,000 years ago, Pastor Tiffy, so much um, hurt uh, has been um, imposed upon women. Um, so much pain. Uh, there are so many women walking around with so much pain. Do we, how do we get her to actually recognize that power that God gave her in the beginning? We have to see ourselves in the Scripture and allow the Word and the Bible to be the mirror. When we look into the mirror, we don't see uh, a woman being a weak person, someone who is subservient, but a woman was designed uh, to be that uh, part of the body of Christ that much that must, as men and all races, reach their fullest potential. And I think until women understand and change their thinking about themselves, will continue to allow the perception of others uh, to define who we are and our destiny. But mm-hmm. we must go back to how the Word of God says uh, that women are to see themselves in the image of God and as a part of God's plan. Explain to us the concept of submitting to, to your husband, to your partner, to your man. In Ephesians 5, I use the scripture, verse 21, um, where it says, submitting yourselves one to another. And so we must understand that submission does not mean um, it is only the woman's responsibility to submit. It is not a one-way street where only the woman submits. But the Bible says, submitting yourselves one to another. So submission applies to men. Submission applies to women, to those who are unmarried, who are single. The Bible says to submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from us. Mm -hmm. Submission is for divorced, for widowed. It's for everyone. And so we can't see it as only applying to one gender and to women only. It does not mean abuse. It does not mean to allow yourself to be a doormat. Mm. It does not mean that you don't use your brain. It does not mean that you don't uh, operate in the influence and the wisdom that God has placed on the inside of us. And so I think we have to understand Uh, what submission is, and submission is a means by which we can accomplish so many things together, Mm. Um, yielding ourselves in relationships, in marriage, um, single people in the church submitted to God, 
to the vision for their life, that they can live a wonderful life. It's a gift to be single and to be submitted to God's plan. It doesn't mean that you are uh, have some type of dysfunction because you're single, that, you know, you have no purpose. And so we have to recognize that submission is Christ-centered. Mm. It is based on the Scripture, and it is a part of God's plan. So as as a ministry, you move um, from one city to another, continent to another, uh, teaching about um, God's Word and how it applies to day-to-day living. Uh, what sort of role can um, society play uh, in, in unlearning some of the um, ways in which we unfortunately uh, discriminate one against each other and we violate human rights? We do. We must begin to respect and value human rights of each and every person because every person has the right to bear the image of God Mm. and to be valued as a part of God's creation. And so uh, just as a human right, it should be a level of respect and dignity and no Uh, opportunity to devalue and to be disrespected by anyone. And so I say to women, I say to anyone who feels abused, do not allow yourself to be disrespected, to be devalued, to be abused, and to know that you are a treasure in the plan of God and in the eyes of God, and to begin to see one another as God sees us and to treat one another like God treats us. And his plan is to love us um, and to uh, be in a, a person who would pray for one another and to support one in one another and things of that nature. And so I had written a book, and I'll be teaching from my book in Johannesburg. Um, it's called The Grace of Mutual Submission and Gender Roles so that we can understand that uh, domestic roles based on gender were under the Old Testament, but now that we are under the New Testament, we are to operate in grace. And that grace is uh, the fact that we have the right to receive God's love, that we don't earn it, we don't deserve it, but He does uh, love us because He is a good God and not because we are good. We also are dealing with uh, challenges, uh, Pastor Teffi, where in, when you grow up in an environment that tells you that you're less worthy, you're not enough, um, that you're less than human. I'm now tapping into your bachelor's degree in mental health and, and human services. Uh, to just, uh, How do we unlearn some of the language that is just so deeply rooted uh, that we end up believing it and therefore leading lives that are uh, suggesting that uh, we, we don't understand our worth as human beings? Yes. I see that all the time. Even in my life, I had things that were spoken over me that were negative from my parents and from my family. And they didn't know any better, but because they were not Christians and they didn't understand the Bible and how to see their children in the way that God uh, saw us, those things were a part of my mindset. Mm -hmm. And so as a Christian, I recognize that it did not line up with how God saw me. 
So I had to make my mind up that I would believe what God said about me over the things that were spoken over me as a child, that I'm not timid, that I'm uh, not shy, I'm not full of fear, and all these kinds of things that we believe maybe based on what they were, uh, what we were told, but we have to recognize that God's opinion and God's view of us should be more important and way higher and heavier than the opinion of man. All right, uh, we're taking calls right now and uh, also invite you to send us your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107 and uh, we are at SAFM Radio and you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live as we take your calls. Call Chris Salda now, 0891-104-207. Now, Pastor Tiffy, one of the biggest um, challenges, I know that I keep saying one of the biggest because, uh, you know, they're heightened as biggest from where I stand. Uh, the church has not played its role in empowering women. Um, how important is uh, collaborating from a point of all of us uh, having this understanding that God created us equal and therefore uh, equality should be representative even in the pulpit? It should be represented in the churches. Um, we have, as I mentioned earlier, allowed patriarchy and the Old Testament view and role of women um, to determine who gets to exercise their gift in the church. And so women must recognize the grace that is on their life and to be confident of what God has put on the inside of them. And I believe that men have to be educated and renewed in their mind where women are concerned and to recognize that God gives women an anointing. He gives women a grace to lead, as he did in the Bible, Deborah and uh, Miriam and so many great leaders um, who women, were women led um, and were very influential. And so we're um, just emphasizing the importance of changing. The Bible says in Romans 12, verse 2, to be changed, be transformed mm-hmm. by the entire renewal of your mind. Um, it's new ideas and new attitudes. And so we have to change our old stereotypes, our old discriminations and mm. biases of what women are supposed to do and that they're not supposed to stay uh, in a place of uh, subservient roles, but that women can be used. And until the church embraces uh, both genders, men and women, we will never reach our fullest potential. But when the church can embrace all races, mm. all both genders, all classes, then we can have the impact and the influence that God endeavors for the church to have uh, in the community and in society, and even in the families, because it is so important that both parents are involved in the home with the raising of the children. Um, children, m- boys are much better emotionally when their father is involved with them on a daily basis and not just the woman. So it takes both the mother and the father to have the proper balance so Mm -hmm. that the children can have a healthy temperament and a healthy 
um, personality so they can develop and um, reach their fullest potential as well. So what are the pillars um, that you're going to be focusing on in the Radical Revolution um, seminar that's coming up uh, um, for, for ladies, to empower ladies? I'm going to be talking about redemption, and I'm going to be talking about uh, life. I'll be uh, speaking on uh, Wednesday, May the 30th, at Rama Bible Church. There's the Gender Equality Conference that will be going on there. And so we'll be talking about some very practical things of what domination is Mm. um, for the fact that we know men should dominate, not dominate, and that women should not dominate either. Mm. And just recognizing how... um, the Bible didn't say that, you know, we were to dominate each other and that Christ came to redeem us from inferiority and from superiority and patriarchy mm. and domination. And so Creflo and I both will be together um, at the Ticket Pro on June the 1st and June the 2nd is the Women's Luncheon at the Blue Wing venue. And so it's going to be very insightful Um, A lot of revelation and practical information that you can take back to your home, to your church, um, to your community to really make a big difference and see change. And so we want it to be very practical, and we believe Mm. that if we can make it where people can understand, then they can go and do it and apply it in their life and see the results immediately. And Pastor Tiffy, how long long have you been married um, with uh, Pastor Creflo or Dr. Creflo? It'll be 32 years. You see, this is why we want to tap into that. When you return from the news headlines, I'd like to know what the secret is, because a lot of people are listening to this conversation thinking, uh, give us the secret, sister. Here's the news headlines uh, with Uzi Lesako. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.2 FM in East London. It's a good afternoon. It's about 28 minutes to 2 and uh, we're having a conversation about empowerment of uh, women and looking at uh, Bible-based gender equality. And joining us on the line is uh, Pastor Tiffy Dollar, who is a world-renowned author, teacher, spiritual leader and motivational speaker as uh, we focus on, you know, some of the biblical principles that we can utilize um, to change lives, to empower women, uh, to get them to recognize their power. She'll be a speaker at the Rema Gender Equality uh, Matters. Um, It's going to be a conference uh, that's uh, going to be underway on the 30th of May, focusing on just empowering um, gender equality or enforcing uh, gender equality. Now, 32 years (laughs) Uh, please give us the secrets. I know that there's no one uh, theory that applies to all, but surely there are things that you have learned over this journey. Pastor Tefi? I I think our marriage has gotten, has improved over the years, particularly as a result of us operating in biblical equality and Mm -hmm. not in... um, gender roles where because I'm the woman there are certain things that I must do in the home and things that only the um, my husband should do and so 
we have to understand that um, a lot of times we're trying to base our relationship in the home on um, just how things were when it was only the husband who was outside of the home and the wife was in the home. And so um, now with us both in ministry, mm. we both have the opportunity to fulfill our passions and our dreams. And so I think for us, it has worked because we respect each other's callings and each other's graces, mm. and we are both submitted first and foremost to God, His plan, His purpose, and then secondly, our marriage, we're committed to um, recognizing the strengths on each other's lives, and I know um, what my grace is, and I know what Creflo's grace is, and so there's no competition, there's no um, demeaning, devaluing, no domination, but that we both see the value that we bring, we uh, recognize it. We have significance, and our children have significance, and so it's really just operating under the grace of God versus under the Old Testament, the laws where women had no rights, they had no voice, hmm. they were servant, they were servants, they were in subservient roles, and as a result, they felt um, abused, they felt demeaned, and so I know what it's like and I hear so many stories in the church where women have just you know felt as if they have no say so and so I think what has worked for us is the fact that uh, we're submitted to each other and we are uh, submitted to God and it's just um, allowed our marriage to get better and better and Mm. we're best friends we just enjoy each other's company and we're empty nesters now our Children are all adults and and living their lives, and so it's um it's great that we have a foundation of friendship that we've learned to uh, enjoy each other's company and to prefer to be with one another, and we can laugh and um, do things together. Sure. Um, because yeah, so I think that's what it uh, has made it successful. Wonderful. And uh, in fact, we're going to be hearing more about uh, Grace uh, from uh, um, uh, Dr. Um, Law in, in a few minutes. Uh, let's take your voice notes now on 164 uh, Also taking your calls 0891-104-207. And uh, your SMS is on 40938, charged at 150. Hey, Criselda. Ricardo here. I'm a seminarian, a Jesuit, um, and also a graduate of theology. I've found, uh, you know, what's being addressed on the show really interesting about God's image and how God sees us all as equal in his image. However, I just want to question, um, and and I absolutely agree uh, with, uh, you know, the presenter's Um, or rather your guest speaker, um, in terms of our creation in God, um, and our creation is equal. However, she did say that we are not good or deserving, um, but that it it comes from God. And it's true that the initiative always comes from God, but I think that there is something important that we need to highlight, which is that because we are created in and by God, we therefore are good. Uh, God is good, and therefore, if we are to be created in His image, we too are good and 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 good 
uh, in all we are. That's not to say that we aren't tainted by sin, but our nature inherently is one of goodness mm. and not of the fall, um, because we are created before the fall. So it is really important, I think, to stress that and, and also just to ask, um, you know, your speaker, I'm sorry, I, I only tuned in a little later, so I didn't get her name. But to ask your speaker what it is that she was getting at um, when when she says that we are not good. Um, maybe I misunderstood, uh, but I'd be very grateful and thank you so much for addressing um, this topic. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I love it when people don't critique but say, uh, help me understand what you meant. And and that's what uh, th- that's where the voice note uh, comes from, Pastor Teffi. Sure, I totally agree with what he said. I think the Bible specifically describes in Genesis one how um, the things that God made on every day, and um, the moon and the sun and uh, the things that were created, God said that they were good. And then when uh, on the sixth day, I think it is. It says that God made the man and uh, the woman, and the scripture says that it was very good. So we see the introduction of the word very, Mm. which made it even better from what God had created up to that point after he made um, the man and the woman, the husband and the wife, Adam and Eve. And so I agree. I think sometimes um, our behavior is how we determine whether or not someone is good or bad. And he's right. God is good. And uh, he is a good God. He's a giver of gifts. He's a good father. And so Mm -hmm. we have to really see ourselves like God sees us. And so many times our actions will um, determine how we see ourselves, whether or not we make mistakes or we sin or we fall short. These are things that, in the eyes of one another, mm-hmm. that dictate how we look at each other, whether or not we're, uh, our behavior determines whether or not we're good or whether or not we're bad. And so thank God for his goodness, and because of that, we are um, good in his eyes. And so we have to even see one another and see our children, not as bad children and not as um, bad adults, Mm-hmm. Uh, bad people, bad individuals, but to see each other as God sees us. So let's uh, talk again um, as we conclude our conversation about uh, where you're going to be in Johannesburg. And I guess uh, you are looking forward to sharing uh, some of your godly wisdom with our ladies in South Africa. Absolutely. So on Wednesday, May the 30th at 7.30 p.m., I'll be at the Rama Bible Church speaking at the Gender Equality conference. Um, Information that um, if anyone would like to obtain on this event, it is a free event and information is available at Gemma, G-E-M-A, Rhema.org, Gemma, Rhema.org. And then on June the 1st, that's Friday, we'll be having our Change Experience Convention. That'll be at the Ticket Pro Sessions will be all day, 10 to 7 p.m. This is a free event. And also um, on Saturday, June the 2nd, I'll be speaking at the Radical Ladies Luncheon at the Ticket Pro as well in the Blue Wing venue at 11 a.m. This is a paid event, and there 
is information on the cost of the event. I think it's 45 grand. Um, but information is available at CrefloDollarMinistries.org or you can call 11794-5501. And so I am really excited, really looking forward to our time in Johannesburg on next week. And please tell me you're bringing some of your copies of uh, The Grace of Mutual Submission. Absolutely. And there will be signings as well. Of my gender roles and The Grace of Mutual Submission. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us and taking our call all the way from Georgia. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a great day. And uh, immediately after paying um, the bills, we are going to have our words of wisdom and uh, words of wisdom will be delivered by uh, her 32 year old partner, like a partnership of 32 years. And, and you know, Pastor Teffi talks about we are friends, we are companions, um, but before anything, we love God and both of us, um, you know, submit to the God in each other, which is incredible. And uh, Dr. Creflo Dollar is going to be speaking to Grace.